As the deep state's many lies continue to fall apart around election fraud and otherwise, perhaps the greatest lie of all is the suicide vaccine being pushed on an unaware, unsuspecting public. They're being denied informed consent, being told what the risks associated with these suicide vaccines are. At the same time, the White House and everyone else on the Democrat Party, big tech and fake news, seem to be on board with pushing censorship of anyone who would shout a risk to the unaware people being forced or coerced into taking the suicide vaccine. Just trying to warn people, like Zuckerberg himself did, is enough these days to get you censored or banned, and the White House is encouraging it. What is going on here? Are they trying to kill us all? All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War, with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up, stand up, speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. Now, not only are they, of course, censoring the heck out of us who are trying to warn people about the vaccine, but now they're really ramping up the targeting along with the fear. They're trying to associate you, the unvaccinated, myself, with a risk to the people who were vaccinated, which, of course, defies the very logic of being vaccinated. If you're so sure that this protects you, then why are you worried about the people who are not wanting to take the vaccine? If you're so sure the mask protects you, then why are you worried about the people who don't want to wear it? It's not logic. It's not actually science. It's quack science, pseudoscience for tyrants. This is what they tell the people so that they can control you. Now we have the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, the same one who supposedly went off script with her tear-filled commentary while reading a script, obviously, is now warning of a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That's targeting keywords for the people that don't want to take the suicide vaccine are a threat. Target them. That's what that says. We can read between the lines. And we know that this is going to come with increased fear-based targeting from the media, as well as followed up, and I'm sure they'll use the media targeting as an excuse for it, government action against your civil liberties if you refuse to take this and the many suicide vaccine variants that follow, because they're going to have seasonal versions of this thing until they get the human population down to where they want it, and by then we won't be in any condition to resist. Now, Dr. Robert Malone, who is himself a pioneer in the field 
of mRNA vaccines, actually says, quote, this is worrying me quite a bit, end quote, in, res in regard to the fact that most vaccinated countries are also the ones having the surge of these coronavirus variants. Because as I've said many times now, the vaccinated people, the vaccines, cause the variant outbreak versions because this is the surviving disease that got through the vaccine, mutated to survive. Now it's unkillable and it's spreading. And that works the same way with, you know, I've mentioned this before, but, you know, um, antibiotics, that's why you see the bacteria resistant, the super bacteria, the, the antibiotic resistant strains like MRSA and such. That works the same way with, uh, with viruses, with the other vaccines, where what survives then mutates and becomes a super mutated version. And that's what we're seeing. So, uh, and by the way, it works the same way with those GMO mosquitoes that they released in Florida recently, um, down in the Keys. Those mosquitoes are bred to die off, and supposedly the theory, the logic, is that they'll be released and then decrease the local population of mosquito by being infertile. But the 1% that makes it through, life always finds a way, that 1% will then procreate and replace the rest of the ones that died off, and they'll all be the GMO version. Now you'll have new man-tampered genetics in the wild doing who knows what, causing who knows what mutations, causing who knows what diseases, who knows what they were even designed to do to start with. I mean, maybe these things are designed to give you a vaccine. They sure released it about the same time as all of this other nonsense, didn't they? Great timing, guys. Now, who knows? But if they're releasing genetically modified bio-skeeters, I'm in trouble because I'm in Florida, and many patriots are, and yikes. So continuing from there. Um, I also want to mention Jen Psaki at the White House and others are saying that Anyone who posts, quote, misinformation should be banned from all platforms. No joke, our own White House. Now, they're already admitting, essentially, to flagging posts that they suggest get banned, which is, you know, just a way to launder censorship to a private entity from the government. That's all that really is because it's, of course, clearly illegal and clearly a violation of the First Amendment to do so for the government. But now they're just in their public-private partnerships with these massive corporations that were funded by our deep state money like DARPA. Because remember, groups like Facebook were actually uh, LifeLog, Project LifeLog, before they started. So Google's the same way. It has massive amounts of money coming from the deep state projects that it gets. But just go back and look at Project LifeLog. It ended the day before Facebook began. People from that project moved over to Facebook. They renamed it from LifeLog to Facebook because people, I guess, at a some um, you know poll they did internally just decided, maybe a focus group said, well, people don't want to necessarily give their entire LifeLog to the government. So they didn't trust that, so they gave it to a private company. And look at how it's benefited the deep state, because you know that it's a private company, technically. So they get away with everything. They get all the, the privacy. 
no FOIA. They get the uh, Section 230. They get to censor people. They have massive amounts of power, and they're given virtual, you know, monopolies uh, in many ways by virtue of their public-private partnerships. They're massive infusions of capital, and the left-wing network that bans onto them. I mean, this is a. <laughs> they have built quite a system, folks. This is a beast system, some might call it, but. Pasaki is saying that misinformation should be banned, and this is something that the left is endorsing. Now, of course, it swings both ways. If we ever get power on the other side, how many people on the right are going to call for nonsense about global warming and transgenderism to be banned? I mean, a lot of people want you know, that sort of stuff, sexualization of children, filth on TV, um, you know, bad language around children or on radio, that sort of things to be banned. I mean, just go and look at little Nas X, the guy who did the uh, Satan Nike slippers thing, and then uh, had a video. He's he's like the most popular artist with young people right now, and had a video of him basically giving a lap dance to Satan. I mean, this is the kind of influence we want with our children. So does censorship go the other way when, when conservatives get power back as the pendulum swings? So the left really needs to consider this when they're censoring people with the big ban hammers that they're using right now. We'll remember this. And uh, continuing from there, I want to mention as well, uh, it, it turns out, it came out, that Congress was evacuated on January the 6th, not because of Trump supporters peacefully walking its halls, actually because of the pipe bomb threats that had been called in. And of course, we know that those were lied about. They were there the night before, but the FBI and the fake news didn't mention that for quite a while until they had to. Um, they, they didn't even uh, really look for those people. They were too busy arresting patriots that did nothing wrong. So we, we, we had a real actual threat at the RNC and the DNC, remember, these pipe bombs. But the FBI was too busy arresting grandmas to care. Um, now, continuing from there, now I want to mention uh, about Black Rifle Coffee. Um, an article came out about them in the New York Times, and I'm no fan of the New York Times. Of course, they're biased and terrible, but here's the thing. when When they were talking to or, or reporting on this, and Black Rifle Coffee's founders and spokespeople's responses just left me kind of irked a little bit. I mean, they really threw some groups under the bus. Uh, one of the quotes that, that I didn't like, but I, I guess you could kind of understand, is they're, they're calling the Proud Boys, uh, you know, racist, that kind of thing. And, and I don't think that the Proud Boys are racist. There's I mean, their leader is, is Latino, and, and there's people of all backgrounds in the Proud Boys, but at the same time, I, I get that that's sort of the official position of the fake news, that they're a racist, terrorist, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then they also, they also went in on Rittenhouse, and essentially, you know, we already know that they kind of, well, dropped him as well, trying to distance from him as well. And, and this was essentially a hit piece to try to tie them and their brand to January the 6th to make them look like bad guys. But 
you know, some of the statements, I, I just recommend people go and read it for themselves. They've done a brilliant job of marketing. They've done a really good job of appealing to, you know, America's conservatives and, and, you know, patriots, um, to turn away from Starbucks. But at the same time, uh, some of the statements just you know, not, not my thing. I don't, I don't agree with it. Personally, I think that the Proud Boys are, you know, for the most part, um, good guys standing up to tyranny. I certainly, you know, they, they have their problems as well and their own internal dramas that we all do. And then Rittenhouse was a freaking American hero who uh, stood up as a young man, you know, as a teenager to bullies when the local police would not and, uh, and protect locals. I mean, he was there taking graffiti off, cleaning graffiti off the walls, and he had his gun to protect people, and he didn't fire back until, you know, a bunch of pedophiles were shooting at him. So, should he have shot back? Should he have shot that guy? Absolutely. And uh, more power to him. And now the, the left, of course, tries to make him out to be a terrorist. Anyway, so read the article for yourself um, and, and see what you think. Personally, I'll stick to our sponsor, thegreatawakeningcoffee.com. I don't think we'll ever have to worry about that company dropping uh, patriots or, or kind of throwing them under the bus because that's my company. I founded that company, and we will never throw patriots under the bus. We're all MAGA all day, and um, you know we support independent media that are being censored especially, so we're sort of focusing on the tip of the spear. If that's your gig too, if you support that and you want good coffee, not saying anything about theirs, check out thegreatawakeningcoffee.com. I wasn't even going to plug it, but we're bringing up coffee anyway in the news now, so hey, why not? Now, I also want to mention that a federal judge has blocked the DACA program, declaring it illegal. Biden's not happy. He is uh, saying he's going to appeal that, of course. Uh, in France, riots are still going on. Protests because the vaccine passport is being forced on the French people. And this is a violation of their civil rights. It's frightening. And um, it's probably coming here soon. In order to buy food, you better have the mark, folks. That's what's coming. Now, I also want to mention that in South Africa, we're up to 121 dead and counting. Mostly, order has been restored as I think they've looted about everything they can get to, except the neighborhoods, and they're being protected by the local communities. Armed militias are protecting the communities. Um, the military finally stepped in with 25,000 troops. But frankly, militaries don't do very well against armed guerrillas. And um, we also have uh, tens of thousands of bullets having been stolen in a shipment um, that could have ended up in this mob's hands, so we don't know what's going to happen. We already have food scarcity, food insecurity going on because the food distribution centers were looted, as I mentioned before. So people are literally starving in some areas now. Hopefully they've saved up and stockpiled, and hopefully uh, the supply chain can be restored soon. But the infrastructure is now badly damaged because of the looting and the riots, and the rioters and the looters are sitting on the stockpile, hiding it. Many are saying this was planned and it was of racial intent because I guess the black Zulus are trying to starve out uh, 
the whites and the Indians and the other blacks of the other tribes that they don't like. So continuing from there, um, I want to mention as well that in Cuba, they have apparently restored partial internet access using a company called P-Siphon Inc. I've never heard of them before, but apparently their MO is to turn the internet back on for censored people in countries where their governments are turning the internet off. Now, <laughs> I really doubt that we can count on that here in the United States if they should turn off the internet for us, but hey, maybe, and I wanted to get your thoughts if there's any experts out there on tech that want to weigh in. I have some friends I'm going to also ask, but if it is useful, hey, maybe it'll be helpful for us to keep the lights on as well when they try their big, uh, their next big thing, which is going to be, as they mentioned at Cyber Polygon, some sort of a, a attack that shuts down the internet, shuts down communications, power, the food supply, who knows what. That was Klaus Schwab predicting it in the, the last Cyber Polygon event, and now here it is, almost up to the next one, and he was right. Our largest meatpacking facility, also a member of his economic World Economic Forum, mysteriously had a, a hack attack that almost shut down the meat supply. It's about time, isn't it, folks? I hope you have your food supply ready. If you don't, go to preparewithnemos.com. Now, it also came out that Bill Clinton took more previously undisclosed trips, not with Epstein, but with Ghislaine Maxwell herself. Now, she was just as bad, if not worse, than Epstein. She was the procurer. She was the supplier. She was the, the dealer. She was the fixer. She was the daughter of the spy from Israeli's CIA, the Mossad. All of that. And now, these many, many strange occurrences around the case. This is a high-level case that bears a lot of paying attention to. But if you can't get people to care about presidents raping children on private islands with pervert billionaires, then I don't know if there's any hope for them anymore. Not everyone does care, but for those who do, we have to stop this stuff. It's destroying our world. The corruption has gone way too far. With that said, I hope you found this to be a value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing, and uh, follow us at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. Also, I want to add that we are uh, currently doing a special at redpillliving.com. You get 15% off if you put in the coupon code LUGALS15, which is L-U-G-O-L-S-1-5, no spaces or anything, LUGALS15, and that's 15% off our LUGALS iodine. Now, you maybe have never even heard of it, but it is actually one of the most important elements that you need for critical health especially for your brain and your thyroid system to protect you from radiation as well in an emergency as an aside. But 90% roughly of people are deficient. They do not have enough. It is critical for your health, even if you've never heard of it. I highly encourage you to look it up. And this is the premium quality way to absorb it within your body. I mean, you can get some cheap iodine in your iodized salt and you can eat a whole lot of seaweed, but this is the way I like to do it. 
Um, with that said, I again, I hope you find this to be a value um, that I think expires um, in another day or two. And I will see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.